It's the same principle for storytelling and toilet seats. If you open it, close it. It's episode 122 of No Boring Stories. Let's get into it. Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast, here to make sure there's no BS in your brand story. You know that storytelling is the best way to engage your ideal audience today, but finding and sharing your brand story can be a confusing process. My friend, if you are confused, you better believe your audience is too, and a confused customer will not buy. That's why I'm here. With over 20 years experience as a speaker and storyteller, each episode I'll be bringing you my signature storytelling tools and transformative founder stories, all to help you use storytelling to grow your business and impact like never before. Because when you share your story, you shape the world. I'm your host, Alex Street, and yes, we are here to talk about storytelling. And today I wanna help you get past one of the biggest mistakes that is out there that I see all the time for brands trying to tell a story and trying to attract their ideal client in their copywriting, in their content that they're putting out. And that is that we are not closing the story loop. You open the loop, but you're not closing it. Yes, think of it like a toilet if you need to, that you open the lid. Well, what do you do when you leave? It's common courtesy. Just put it back down, especially for my male listeners. You know how this works. Like, just do it. It's 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 really, it's really worth it to just close the lid. And for anybody, look, let's just keep a, a, a lid, a tight lid closed on, on our toilet seats. But also let's close up our stories, okay? Because nobody wants an open lid. Nobody wants it to stay open. That's not how this works. And in fact, if you do that, it has far bigger consequences than just like, oh, it's aesthetically unpleasing. If you leave your story loop open, you leave your consumers, you leave your customers, you leave your audience confused. They don't know where to go. They don't know what's next. And it leaves a bad, bad taste in their mouth. Look, today I want to share a couple of stories, a couple of examples of that. One story from me speaking on stage that happened a couple of times, and I'll tell you one specific example where I did this. I opened up a story loop and I didn't close it and the audience was furious. Another example of a TV show that did this and, uh, I mean, left us still wanting more many years later since the show is off the air. Maybe you already know which one I'm talking about if you were part of this fandom. But look, let me tell you about about 10 years ago, I remember speaking on stage, there's about 600 uh, teenagers in the audience. And I used to tell this story, I would tell this story about how I met my wife and really our journey of dating and, and what was all happening through that as I was looking for my own identity. And then, you know, I, I chose a, a path of faith and how that brought us together. And there's this beautiful story that I tell, and it really went through all these levels of it, of like how I showed up in the halls and how I showed up each different year of high school. And there's a lot of crowd participation in this story. It's like a lot of fun, a lot of, it's it's lots of enjoyment and lightheartedness as I tell this. But the point of it, the, the, the real, you know, using this story is that about halfway through, I say, okay, but then and, and this is where I want to stop the story, but don't worry. I'll tell you what happens after a few minutes here. And then I jump to, because again, a lot of this storytelling was happening 
when I was a youth pastor. And so a lot of the messages that I would speak would have to do with like, well, here's what God says, and here's how you can see God and find God in your life and serve other people in the world. And so often, obviously the Bible was kind of the foundation of that. And so I would tell this story and I'll get to the point where we broke up, but I'll tell you what happens later. And then I would shift into, let's look at, you know, Acts 26 and see what happens in this story. And then I would go into a whole version of telling that story. And this one time that I told this, I prepared this whole thing that then I come back and I say, it was amazing. A year later, you know, we got back together and we've been dating ever since with a few additions along the way, including marriage and three kids. And then the crowd erupts. Like that's what happens when I do that. And they're all like, yeah. And this one time I told this story and then I said, I'll tell you what happens in a minute, but first, and then it, it makes people go, huh? It's like a, it's like a commercial break. It's like, huh? And then like, then we shift gears. And then I go into engaging them in this story. But I went into that and I got so excited about that. I got so heated in this. I got, I got telling this story and then I kind of ad-libbed and I just kept going and going. And then I realized like, okay, we got to, we got to wrap this up. Actually, that's what, that's what I'm feeling right now is like, we just need to split right now and like go into smaller groups and talk about what we just learned. Like, why don't you do that? And then as I was in that, I was like, this is the good time to leave. So there's just this real sense of like, this needs to end. But when I was like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. You're going to turn with the people, the five people around you, and you're going to answer these three questions. Okay. And whatever the questions were, go for it. Ready? Go. And immediately, like three, five people within the first few rows shouted out, what happened with your girlfriend? Tell us the end of the story. I was like, oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay. We got back together and now we're married. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and obviously, that was a deflated balloon if there ever was one. I'm just going around, right? That did not have the impact that I know that it can have, that it should have had. But what I did was open this story loop, and the crowd was so engaged with it, right? Like I said, they were highly invested. They were doing these parts. They were playing these roles. They were repeating things back to me as I asked them to. They were a part of the story. And then when I had the, when I had the, the, the gall to not finish that story, they noticed. And I think this is it. When we tell a story, we open a story loop, we think that, ah, they're not going to notice. Or, well, I'll just give them the facts and that's good enough. Or I'll tell them the next steps and that's good enough. But we're sitting there and our brain has gone, okay, this is the situation, now close it. It's like reading a story, reading a book and closing it halfway through and never reading it again. Now, maybe you've done that with a book that you don't like, but imagine a book that you do like with something that you are invested in and then you don't finish it. You don't know how the story ends or stopping a movie halfway through or a show and uh, just getting to a point and then not finishing. This is the frustration that we face, and this is what's happening in marketing all the time. But we'll get into that next episode when I really teach you how to close the loop. But this is the frustration that we face is there's a lot of story loops being opened out there and being left open and not closed. The worst one that I can think of was my beloved show, Lost. Did you watch Lost? Were you a part of this? The first season was unbelievable. That the pilot alone 
brought in so many ideas and concepts that we were like, what is happening? Do you remember the polar bear walking across on this island? We're like, what is going on with the polar bear? Why was there a shark with a tattoo on it? What is going on? Why is the comic book t- telling a story? What? Who are these voices? Where are these people? What is the smoke monster? All the way through the series, they kept bringing up these opening these story loops, these moments, these ideas that and kept promising to us, the dedicated fan base, we're going to close this. It's okay. It's going to make sense. So for six seasons, we keep tuning in. They're going to close this. It's okay. They're going to answer the question. It's all right. It's going to come. It's going to come. It's going to come. And it didn't come. They got to the end. They ended it in the way that they said they were not going to end it. It's not purgatory. Well, guess what? Sure looked like it. And then got to that point and didn't explain so many of the open loop concepts that they brought in along the way. And it goes down as one of the worst finishes to an amazing show in TV history. There's other shows that got canceled halfway through and you're like, yeah, okay. But this one did not. This one had its full series, its full story arc, and they decided to leave things open, leaving a dedicated fan base frustrated, right? And confused. And if I'm confused, well, then I don't think well about the product. In fact, I'm frustrated in it. Look, we just watched Survivor last night. I'm a huge Survivor fan. And the way that it ended just left me confused in what went on. And that leaves a really bad feeling around the entire show in my mind. And that's not so much around script and storytelling that's based on characters and how they all turned out. But there is a lot of editing and production involved in that to tell that story. And I felt like they left us confused at the end. And when you're left confused, you don't want to go back. You don't want to pass it on. You don't want to refer. You don't even want to talk about it. You look at it with disdain, with sadness, with frustration, instead of clarity and joy and this feeling of completeness. So what I did in my storytelling from the stage, I left people confused. Instead of leaving them complete and having them cheer for me, right? That's the difference. What this show did was leave us confused. What other shows have done that have been just as mysterious actually close a lot of the loops and leave us asking very little at the end, which makes it feel complete. That's what we want, to go from confused to complete. And that happens when you close the story loops that you've opened. Now, to go through this Look, we're going to talk about how to actually close the loops, what to look for, and, 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 and what kind of words to use to do that. And we're going to do that next episode. We'll get really practical with this. But for now, leave with this idea that if you open it, be sure to close it as well. Because when you do this, it'll provide closure. It'll make it feel easy. It'll provide clarity. And most of all, what you're saying will feel complete. And that leaves people satisfied. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started. So I'm so excited for this next conversation. Would you tune in in a couple days and let's work through how to close that story loop. Bye now.